This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the air. Now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. My old buddy, uh, you can't thank him. Brit- Brittany Stevens, <laughs> and, and uh, what, what's your name? Uh, Marty, Marty Luffman. <laughs> and uh, tell me something, Brittany. You were your heart has got to be beating a thousand miles an hour because you came in on a sports car that uh, must have been one of these high velocity type vehicles because i think you were driving or the driver was going about 30 miles an hour all the way from smyrna tell me about that it was quite an adventure to say the least but Uh we're here we're very excited so it's going to be a great show and you were following me and then you got lost because he couldn't keep up with my jeep I think so, and I think he was in the middle of a very interesting story about his horse. Yeah. Now, tell, tell us about it, Marty. You're, you're known as the, um, the, the great shot from yes. horses. Yes, I am. I'm uh, recognized nationwide and in three or four foreign countries. What foreign countries are they? Sweden invited me over to participate in their event. Oh, really? Germany invited me over to participate in their event. Uh-huh. And then France invited me. All so, the, those three countries? Yes. Now, did you participate? I did in Germany and I did in Sweden, but um, I didn't in France. I can't remember why, but there was something that came up. It was... Um, Probably controversial, and I just didn't want to be in the middle of any of that stuff over there. You you, you try to shy away from those type things, don't you? Um, yeah. <laughs> I try to try to shy away from controversy. Yeah. But now, uh, yeah, I have. I've, I've traveled all over the United States uh, with my horse. I've, there's only one state I have never been to with my horse, and that was uh, Alaska. Oh, you went to Hawaii with your horse? No, I forgot. That is a state, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I haven't been to Hawaii with my horse, but I did go to Hawaii, and I rode horses. I rode, I rented a horse and rode through the rainforest of mm-hmm. Hawaii on the far side of the island, um, Maui. Mm-hmm. I rode on the island of Maui. Yeah. So, yeah, I've... Alaska's the only one I hadn't been to where I didn't ride, ride a horse. Keep on talking. Okay. Sooner or later, uh, you're going to go off of the cliff with that noose around your neck. <laughs> hey, we're here to talk about Brittany and her coat drive. But anyhow, now. C O A T, coat drive. C O A T, Yeah. Brittany, you, you are a very interesting lady, but, but let's, let's go with this. Now, uh, who are you uh, representing when when you do the uh, uh, coat drive? And basically, you were telling me on the way over here that uh, this is for uh, young people that uh, maybe are not blessed with a lot of things. And this is something to keep them warm through the winter. Yes, absolutely. So as we all know, winter is coming. Yeah. And this is through the Smyrna Court Clerk's Office. Mm-hmm. I am court clerk for the town of Smyrna. And so several now, years... Let's start right, stop right there. You're, how are you related to the county court clerk here in Murfreesboro that does it for most of the, the uh, county? So we are actually separate offices. Mm-hmm. The county, of course, the county, the county court clerk is mm-hmm. Lisa Crowell. Right. And her office handles 
things such as marriage licenses, mm-hmm. very you know, property issues, business licenses, things of that nature. Yeah. Whereas our office is limited to the Smyrna jurisdiction, and so our office is for anyone that gets arrested within the corporate jurisdiction of Smyrna, mm-hmm. aka city limits, or if you have any kind of municipal violation, let's say a traffic violation or a codes violation, mm-hmm. we handle all of those matters. But now, we're separate offices. Okay. Now, your judge is, is whom? Who, who is your judge in Smyrna, the circuit judge? Or, or the, or the uh, um, is it, or, or would she be more of a, a general sessions judge? So the Smyrna court is a municipal court with what's called general, concurrent general sessions jurisdiction. Right. So we're actually structured very differently. And I believe there are 28 courts like that in the state of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. I believe that's the most recent that I read from MTAS. So we don't ha- we actually don't have circuit court jurisdiction right. for the town of Smyrna. Right. So circuit is going to be more at your county level. Yeah, mm-hmm. or county's level, just sure. depending on sure. how many you have sure. there. All right, let's get back to the coats. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. So, yes, th- thank you so much for having us and for sharing your platform. So, several years ago, several of the people in our office, we got together and we said, you know what, we want to do something to get back to the community. What mm-hmm. should we do? We tossed several ideas around and we all kind of decided, you know what, let's do a coat drive. Mm-hmm. And so, this is our fourth annual Clerks for Coats coat drive. Mm-hmm. And the way it works is we partner with several local businesses here in Smyrna. And they serve as our drop-off locations. And so Mm -hmm. we've had several different businesses throughout the years, and they've served as our community partners. And we've been able to collect a lot of donations. Mm -hmm. We're asking for coats, hats, gloves, scarves, basically just warm donations. Now, in the past, we've asked for new or gently used. But, of course, this year, due to the pandemic, we've had to make some slight modifications. And I will tell you, we kind of – you know, we were kind of in a bit of a tailspin, as I'm sure that many people and many organizations are this year due to this pandemic. Mm-hmm. And so we were trying to decide, you know, do we have this coat drive? Do we have it? Do we not have it with all the different CDC guidelines in place? Mm-hmm. You know, how is this going to work as far as the logistics and all the social distancing? Right. What are we? But then one of the schools contacted me, and so she asked, hey, are you all going to have the coat drive this year? Because we've been able to really collect a lot of donations for these schools. And so that kind of was, the, I guess, the straw that broke the camel's back. And we realized, you know what? The coronavirus does not stop the cold, mm-hmm. and it does not stop the need for children's coats. So we decided, you know what? It might look a little differently this year, and we may not collect as many as we have in the past. But you know what? If all we collect are, you know, 10 coats, then that's better than not having any coats at all, and it's still making an impact. So we decided to move forward with it this year. Um, we have scaled back as far as our drop-off locations. In the past, we've had about, I would say, about six different local Smyrna businesses to serve mm-hmm. as drop-off locations. Yeah. But this year, we have about four. And as I mentioned, we are asking for only new items this year, again, just to kind of, you know, just to kind of be respectful of the pandemic and the CDC guidelines and to try to adhere to all those guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're really excited. We've actually started the coat drive off very strong. We've had a donation of 100 brand new coats. Oh wow! So we've, we're very excited about that. Is that Mar- from a number of, gr- of of stores or something like that, or is it just one? So actually, Mr. Luffman here Who? donated those coats. Who? <laughs> so. Oh, it's because of his age. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand. So. Uh, well, I'm proud of you, Marty. And well, I should also you, mention that he's also serving as a drop-off location. Uh-huh. He's been a great community partner with our office over the last now four years of doing this. Mm-hmm. And he's helped us to collect a lot of really great items that have been turned, you know, the, the students have been able to use and benefit from. Yeah. So how many did we collect last year? 400? Last year we collected about 400 donations. To date, we've actually collected around 1,000 Oh my! Since we've started doing this. Now, do you have that many participants that actually need that type of clothing this time of year? You know, believe it or not, and sadly, yes, there typically we we are able to find homes for each of these coats. Mm-hmm. Now, in the past, you know, we've had to remove some of the items that have been donated. You know, with the whole gently used, we've had to remove some of those. But for the most part, we've gotten a lot of really, really great items that these kids have been able to use. Yeah. 
Now, do you, uh, where do you get the coats from, uh, Marty? People, um, I talk to the Lions Club and I talk to the Rotary Club. Yeah. And and um, in the past, historically, they have always gotten together and donated a lot of, of jackets and such. Mm-hmm. But like Brittany said, this year we're going to have to ask for new new coats and that, that have never been worn yeah. uh, because of the pandemic and the, the issues with that. So this year we we would love to have uh, 400 again if possible, and uh, uh, all new mm-hmm. if possible because we had to decide what we were going to do with the used ones, and and uh, that's that's a real dilemma because some of them are really nice, but we're just uncomfortable taking that kind of risk. Now, how in the world? Um... <clears throat> I, I understand the risk that that, that you taken, but I don't understand why those particular items could not be made safe. You, you know, they they have sprays and everything else now, and and uh, some I, I know how it is. I've got clothes in my closet that I probably never worn. But uh, would that be unsafe, or or, or 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 how do you how do you deal with things like that? I, don't know, I just want to say though, I notice you wear the same outfit every time I see you. Yeah, I, I try to save. <laughs> yeah, I, I, if you got an extra jacket, you know, um, the Rotary Club had their um, big fundraiser over at the airport, like they always did, and and it was the strangest thing. That you see all of those cars, and and they do the best job as far as getting young people to help with uh, with the direction of the traffic and and things like that. But people driving in, and they're they're so um, Smyrna is is one of those places that they they love everybody and they try to take care of everybody. And you see them driving through with their windows down and getting their mail and things like that. But uh, you guys raised a lot of money again this year. And I think that's about the only fundraiser that there is. It pretty much is. Now, Brittany and I didn't get to go to the fish dinner. The premiere of uh, my new movie just came out. Oh, really? Yeah. What was the name of the movie? Potter's Ground. What? Potter, P-O-T-T-E-R-S, Ground. Uh, Potter's Ground. Uh-huh. Now, what type of movie was that? A Western. Oh. Yeah. Were you one of the stars? I was a sheriff. Oh, you were? But I ended up on the editing room floor. Yeah. Yeah, they cut me uh Where was that filmed? All over Kentucky and different parts of Tennessee. Is he telling me the truth? <laughs> I think that's accurate. <laughs> oh wow! I'm a, I'm amazed, and you and you're you're so shy, and you don't want anything to know about all your accomplishments. I'm surprised that you even said anything about it. Well, they cut me out of the movie, so no, I'm not going to say anything about it. <laughs> I was sitting there watching the movie, and I thought, wait a minute, that's the scene I'm supposed to be in. Mm-hmm. Then we got to another part, and I said. Wait a minute. I'm not in that scene either. Yeah. Then I found out that uh, they had cut me and some others completely out of the movie. Bless your heart. Yeah, I know. Going back to the fish fry, I actually did go this year with my parents, and I just want to say that the Rotary Club did a phenomenal job, and they raised a lot of money. Mm-hmm. It was and, a very, and they always very, do. very wonderful event. Yeah. But the thing I don't like is I love the conversations that go on over yes. there. And I, I I think this is the first one I've ever missed out on. Oh. Yeah. I always go because, believe it or not, I have a lot of friends in Smyrna and uh, grew up uh, uh, among a, a, a number of them. And Coon Victory and I used to play baseball together many, many years ago, a couple oh, of wow. years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Now, tell me about your brother, Robert. Yes. <laughs> now he's an that's attorney. A loaded, that's a loaded question. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> I love getting think, in these I type of questions. I think very highly of my brother. He's a wonderful person. Now he is a county commissioner, right? He still? is. He is. Yeah. Now uh, representing Smyrna is um, is quite a job. It really is. 
Smyrna, a lot of people think there's all kinds of factions in Smyrna, but the truth be known, uh, everybody's like family. Now, they may not get along, but they don't want anybody else <coughs> messing with their group. Now, is that, that correct? That's very true. Yeah. I would say Smyrna, yes, Smyrna is a wonderful place. There's definitely a strong sense of community, and mm-hmm. there's a lot of very proud people. Yeah. Now, why in the world did y'all put... Uh, Kevin Arnold as the chief of police in Smyrna because he he's a Livingston boy. He lives over there close to Del Hollow Lake, and I actually took him to a baseball game. His his favorite team, of course, was the St. Louis Cardinals, and we had the best time. Uh, a couple of preachers went with us, and I told Kevin, no, no cussing, no drinking any beer and all that stuff, and he still had a good time. And, of course, he, he feigned like he was sleeping the whole time all the way to St. Louis. So that was that, funny. <laughs> yeah, that, that was interesting. Now, tell me exactly what your position does as far as the uh, city court clerk. Would that be the right title? Sure, yes. Yeah. So it's, town, it's court clerk for the town of Smyrna. And as I mentioned, we are a municipal court with mm-hmm. concurrent general sessions jurisdiction. Mm-hmm. And so essentially, in my role... I am, the court clerk is charged by Tennessee state law with overseeing all the court records, all the filings, anytime a party wants to file any type of motion or any kind of pleading with the court, Mm -hmm. all that is processed through the court clerk's office. And of course, we're charged with maintaining all those documents. We're also charged with the court finances. Mm -hmm. Our office is where you go if you are arrested and you're assessed court cost if you have any sort of traffic fees to pay. So we handle all the court revenue. We're also charged with sending deputy court clerks to court to mm-hmm. attend court and to keep what's called a docket, which essentially is it's kind of the way I like to explain it to people that may not be as familiar with the legal system is essentially they are just keeping tabs on what ultimately happened with the case. So Mm -hmm. the disposition of the case. So this person pled guilty, and then we keep up with that information. And so really our our office is charged with the records, the finances, and a lot of the logistics for for the court. Mm -hmm. What if the the offender wants to uh, carry that on to circuit court clerk's office and, and be tried in Murfreesboro? So there are certain situations um, this person could, if the person is, if the judge finds that there's probable cause, then mm-hmm. that would be bound over to circuit court. Um, there, there are situations where, our, I mean, our office does work very closely with the circuit court. Right. And so we're constantly sending various files that have been adjudicated bound over, then those get sent to circuit court. Mm-hmm. Now, when did that uh, office begin officially? When when was it enacted in Smyrna to have that particular um, uh, general sessions court in, in Smyrna? So the general sessions court, I believe, was established in '94. Uh-huh. So uh, and it's certainly it's certainly evolved throughout the years. Now, surely not many people get uh, traffic tickets in Smyrna. Just a few here and there. <laughs> I remember when. Smyrna was famous, don't you, Marty? We're old enough to remember Boy, that. Or do I remember. Yeah. I think, do you remember the big maps that we would get, national maps? And, and Smyrna would have a big red dot or something yeah. right there that was... Uh, well, <clears throat> what's that group that plans your trips for you and stuff? They said bypass Smyrna. But back then... You there know, wasn't a bypass. There was not. That's what I was fixing to say. You know, you had all those motels and... Stuff on 41, you had um, Stucky's Truck Stop. Yeah, TC's Truck Stop. Yeah, and you had campgrounds all up. What it did is um, uh, 24 stopped at Old Hickory Boulevard, and you got off at Old Hickory, and then you'd go over to 41 and take 41 all the way to Chattanooga. That's how you got Chattanooga. I remember there when there wasn't a 24, Yeah, I-24. It was all just the... Uh, the major state highways, and that was it. Right, and then if you took forty one, if you ever, if, if you ever have time to take forty one now, it's interesting because mm-hmm. a lot of the old motels that were going down, they're building them back up now because people are wanting to reminisce about 
their their life and their youth and everything going through those cities. You remember there were several on 41 that had teepees in front of them, or they had a bear in the cage in yeah. front of them. Do you remember the bear? Yeah, of course I do. <clears throat> and then um, animals were a big attraction. Union Station in downtown Nashville, yeah. it had an alligator pit in front of it. Mm-hmm. If you go into the front doors... The alligator pit was over here to the right, mm-hmm. and the pit is still there, but of course no alligators anymore. Isn't that a shame? Because that's their natural environment. Eating people at Union Station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cut down on the traffic going yeah, in and out. It would, it would. Yeah. How, now, how was your uh, trip over here, Brittany? Was it uh, about intellectually inspiring with Marty, or, or how was it? I heard some very interesting stories. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you have a great following, Marty. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. Yeah, it is. Now, the, the, the town of Smyrna, I'll go with you on this question because you're the only uh, – Brittany's not old enough to remember all the old times in Smyrna. But – it was one of the more interesting cities, and and if you look at all the accomplishments that Smyrna has had over the years, it, it, it's uh, you, you were, we were talking about the Lee Victory fish fry yesterday, yeah. and uh, it was one of the more interesting places because if you look at the the political uh, um, well, yeah, Ned groups Water, of people, Ned McWhorter came there. Um, I'm trying to think of what the rhino's name. Lamar Alexander. Yeah. He was Republican. He came there. Yeah. So, yeah, we had a lot of politicians come there soliciting votes in Smyrna. What was the political strength of Smyrna? Because I I never saw so many people that I knew that were statewide. I mean, everybody came. Initially, it was a Democrat town. It was. Initially. And now, uh, years ago... Um, it was Jenny it it was on the road time Jenny Williams now Mm -hmm. Trish Nash Mm -hmm. Mason Tucker and the dentist he's deceased I can't think of his name right off and Carl Montgomery you remember him oh yeah Carl's still around no he's not one of them is okay yeah I'm talking about the, the Carl Montgomery in Smyrna yeah yeah okay well, we were the only Republicans in town. Trish Nash. And you never did vote for me, did you? I, I did. I even donated money to your campaign, which I think it was cash, and I saw you put it in your pocket. Yeah. It made a difference. It did. Paid for the wear and tear I on did. the tires. I did. That's the reason you made me a deputy sheriff is because I helped you. Have you still got that card? Yes, sir. I sure do. Craig Gray gave you the first one, though, didn't Craig he? Craig Snell did. Yeah. Yeah, he gave me the very first deputy sheriff, yeah. and then you gave me my second deputy sheriff, and then then they cleaned up Rutherford County, and, you know, y'all couldn't do all that under-the-table stuff anymore. So, Thank you very much. <laughs> what was the lieutenant's name? That used to write all the tickets. Bailey. Lieutenant Bailey. Bailey. Thank you very much. Matter of fact, he just retired uh, this past year. Oh, did he? Yeah, he retired and he moved out to his farm. He had a he, he had a really nice farm. He built a home on it and everything. I made the mistake. Uh, I, I lived in Davidson County for a little while, and I had Davidson County tags. And well, I made a mistake of driving through, and I got my first ticket. And uh, Lieutenant Bailey, he did it. He he gave me the... And, and you know, I paid that ticket. Really? I did. I most certainly did. With campaign funds? I, I was a young <laughs> I was a young fellow back then. Uh, but, I, remember, I remember when Laverne went from 45 to 30 at... At the beginning of Laverne, mm-hmm. and I was used to doing 45, 40, 45 going through there, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden, those lights came on. I thought, "What the heck?" And mm-hmm. I said, "I wasn't speeding." He said, "Yes, yeah, it's a thirty mile zone." Oh, I was livid. You know, no 
warning, no nothing. So I called up Buster. I said, I'm not paying this ticket. Y'all put me in jail, but this is wrong. I'm not paying this ticket. I ended up paying the ticket instead of going to jail. You know, I didn't want to go to jail. Buster was a mess, wasn't he? Oh, boy. He, matter of fact, we talked about him. He was, he was an unbelievable mayor. He did a great job. Of course, he was a county commissioner also. County commissioner, mayor. Mm-hmm. He orchestrated the looks of Laverne. And mm-hmm. He did it all. He's a good guy. really was. Now, Brittany, what what is... Um, if you were doing a one of these... Uh, deals where you were selling Smyrna to people who maybe wanted to come in with new businesses or maybe they just wanted to come in and, and see what's a part of the history of Smyrna. Uh, how would you sell that point? I would probably leave the history portion to Marty, but how I would sell Smyrna to perhaps a new business or someone wanting to move here is I would just say, take a look around. It's a wonderful community. Mm-hmm. My family is from Smyrna. My brother and I both grew up in Smyrna. We went to school. We Our church is in Smyrna. We both, when I first started my career as a practicing attorney, my brother and I had a law practice together. Mm-hmm. So the community has been wonderful to us and my family. Of course, I'm no longer practicing law. I want to throw that caveat out there. Um, but the community has been just absolutely wonderful to us there's so many great local businesses here in town Mm -hmm. there's a lot of you know the um, rotary club is thriving that's a wonderful hub as far as for people to first when they're first coming into smyrna there's a lot of really great people involved Mm -hmm. Um, sima is a wonderful organization now what is that sima that stands for smyrna independent merchants association yeah We've That's been involved first time in that. I've heard of that. Oh, it's, you should look it up. It's a really great organization, yeah. and they have events throughout the year that essentially bring other small businesses together. And, of course, you don't have to have a business to attend. Mm-hmm. It can just be for really anybody in the community that's interested, that wants to be more engaged. They do a lot of really great things, and it's also a really great, great way to highlight some of the other local businesses. So one month they might have their meeting at – I think one of the last times I attended was at Karen's Custard, which is a local, locally owned Smyrna business. Mm-hmm. And so they kind of rotate it. So it's a great way to perhaps be introduced to a new business that you may not have known about. Yeah. And also to stay informed of what's happening in the community and get to know other people, other residents and other business owners. With the coronavirus going on, is that a group that uh, maybe have been assisting each other getting through all this mess? I think so. I mean, I think that if you look around, I think that, and that's one of the great things, one of, I think, the selling points about Smyrna is that the community always seems to come together. Mm-hmm. Always mm-hmm. has. I know that, you know, Simon and like so many other organizations right now, we've all had to modify our way, our way of life as we knew it. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to supporting one another, people are definitely stepping up and giving back however they can. So it's been, it's been a really wonderful thing to see i I know that you go through rutherford county in uh, in the murfreesboro area you have a lot of different businesses and it's funny you you go in some there are no masks at all and then you go in others and and they're um pretty um on the spot if they see somebody going in without a mask on they won't let them in uh, how do you guys work that? And 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 with the the organization that you just mentioned, um, are they in unison when they're dealing with something like this, the COVID virus? So, as far as are you referring to Sima? Yeah, okay, yeah, so Sima. I'm, so I'll I'll tell you, I'm not on the board. I, I don't really have a quote unquote dog in the fight. Yeah. Um, I think that. Um, so I'm not really sure if Sima has an official stance on that. But I think you would probably just have to ask the local businesses how they handle that. Yeah. I noticed that uh, um, Marty didn't have his mask on when he he drove up to uh, Sylvan Park this morning. And uh, that's one of my favorite restaurants. And and you you know something about Sylvan Park? It's been very low-key. I mean, they don't make anybody wear a mask or anything like that. And, you know, as far as I know, no one, with all this time being under quarantine, kind of, a lot of people are, uh, I've never seen anybody get sick since that's happened. Right. 
it, it, it's a strange situation that we're looking at there's right a, now. There's a lot of things, <clears throat> excuse me, that the CDC and Dr. Balsey are retracting. They're crawfishing on mm-hmm. that just did not happen or materialize the way they said it was going to. Well, there was a doctor in Texas that um, released information that he had uh, treated a large, large number of people that had the virus, and he uh, was giving them the medicines when it first happened that he had found out about them, uh, kind of very similar to what President Trump had. And he has never had a death with all those Many, and, many and people. And healed in three or four days. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's a strange situation that we've got. Of course, we're not medical people. We're not. Actually, I'm not an expert on anything except for uh, Smyrna. <laughs> hey, You're an expert you? on the radio. <laughs> Thank you very much. You, you, you've never heard the show, have you? No, she has I have. Not. Yeah, because you'll be working the, the same time <laughs> that the, the show starts. Now, Brittany is also president of the Friends of the Library. Is that correct? Friends of Smyrna Library. And they have a, a reading program, and I don't know how they're doing with that. Well, you, you've got uh, one of the biggest books, and the biggest reading uh, read book was uh, Dick and Jane. And uh, uh, I think uh, one of them was... Uh, Remember the movie uh, No Time for Sergeants? Yeah. With Andy Griffin and yes. Don Knotts was in that movie. Um, you know, he read to the draft board, you know. They said he couldn't read, but he told them he could, you know. He read uh, the little Tony who got a pony and stuff like that. So what is, what is the most read book? She's sitting over there looking at me like, what in the heck is he talking about? <laughs> I know, as far as children's books, I uh-huh. hear that Pete the Cat is quite popular. Oh, really? Yes. Can you quote it? I cannot quote it, but I have read it to several local elementary schools before the pandemic hit, and they loved Pete the Cat. Uh-huh. And I, and I, I enjoyed it, too. It was a lot of fun. Now, tell me about the library. Yes, so uh, Friends of Smyrna Library, yeah. we are a standalone nonprofit group that wow. essentially aids the Smyrna Public Library. Mm-hmm. And so we have a board of directors, and we have certain events throughout the year where essentially we try to raise funds and raise awareness to benefit <laughs> the Smyrna Library. Yeah. And so some of our big events, we have an annual membership drive in January. It's called Super Saturday, mm-hmm. where people can come and get a bowl of soup, pay their membership fees. And just kind of socialize, visit with people. And we also typically have a strong presence at Depot Days. Of course, as you know, that was canceled this year. That's typically in September. That's a really, really big event that Smyrna puts on Mm -hmm. in conjunction with SIMA and some of the other local um, Smyrna partners. Um, We... We have, of course, the summer reading and winter reading. We're very involved as far as helping, you know, our branch librarian and her staff are really good as far as sending in their requests to us, and we do our very best to fulfill those requests. So we have a very active library. Our our board is wonderful. We do Our board does a lot of really great things, but the library staff is just, they're wonderful. They, especially right now in the midst of this pandemic, um, they're still doing the curbside service. So if people don't feel safe going inside the library, you can go online, check out your books. And when you arrive at the library, you can, there's a sign that tells you what to do. You call that phone number and they're really fast as far as bringing the books out. Mm-hmm. So they've been very efficient and they, they do a really great job. And it's just an honor to be able to help the library because Robert and I both, um, we, our parents read to us a lot when we were growing up, and of course, I mean, I, I've always loved to read. Our parents, I think, our, our parents gave us the gift of being voracious readers. Mm-hmm. And anytime when we were younger, anytime the Smyrna Library had a winter reading program or a summer reading program, our parents had us go, and they really enforced in us that reading is very important and mm-hmm. you, need, you need to read. And so. We've, reading's always been a very important part of our life, so the, so the Smyrna Library means a lot to us. What was the favorite book that your mother and dad read to you? And, but, and was it both of them that would read? Because I know that my wife, she wanted me to do all the reading because I could emulate a lot of the characters in the book. 
They kind of took turns. Sometimes it was both. Sometimes it may have just been our mom, other times our dad. But let's see. Of course, Dr. Seuss, that's a classic. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can't go wrong with The Cat in the Hat or some of the Dr. Seuss books. We also loved the Berenstain Bears and the Little Critter books. I remember. Peanuts a good one because I like peanuts. Yeah. Yeah, with Snoopy. Yep, Snoopy's always good. Um, There was a book of Snoopy back then? Did you ever read Uncle Remus stories? Well, yeah, sure I did. I think that was that was my favorite of all. <laughs> yeah, but you can't. That book's been banned. You can't read it anymore. Oh yes, I can. Well, you can. Yeah, yeah. I even but, have yeah. I even have the old uh, movie Song <laughs> of the South. I had it. Somebody borrowed it without my knowledge, and I've never seen it again. She's not familiar with Uncle Remus. No, I guess not. But you ought to be. That is a classic. Yeah. <coughs> he, How that song go? My favorite. Bluebird uh, blue, blue on my shoulder. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's the truth. It's actual. And everything is satisfactual. Yeah. I can read it from the very... Uh, I can sing it from the start to the yeah. very end, but nobody you, wants me to. It's a good book, but it's been banned. You can't do anything. And there's no reason, because Uncle Rubens was my hero yeah. in that book. All right, we're going to take a break, and we'll be right back with you. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Adams Place is a premier senior living facility in Murfreesboro, offering independent living, assisted living, memory care, health care center, and on-site rehabilitation. Call us at Adams Place and arrange a tour today. Enjoy gentle joint exercise in the indoor pool, our soda shop, and many planned activities and trips for every taste. Adams Place is at 1927 Memorial Boulevard. If you want to get some barbecue, I'll tell you how to do it. Head for the Slick Pig and you're into it. Just walk through the door at 1920 East Main and your nose will send a message right to your brain. Say, mmm, smells good. And barbecue. Slick Pig. Got ribs and beans. Got spicy wings. Slick Pig. A Murfreesboro tradition. 1920 East Main. Hey, fellas, I want to encourage you to take care of your health. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They're reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been tired, grumpy, have lack of motivation and drive, or if you've noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, those could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center will help you determine the cause of your symptoms and will help you get back to feeling your best. It all starts with their quick and easy health assessment and is covered by most health insurance. Low T Center's concierge medicine exclusively for men, and now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-injected home treatments are just $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Schedule your health assessment now at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. At Bud's Tire Bros, they care about those who live and work here because you're a big part of what makes this place great. This is Kay Mitchell at Bud's Tire. Come by and see us at Bud's Tire, 3600 East Main Street, or call 896-TIRE. They will be here through the good times and the uncertain times. For those who are out on the road, stop in today to see their full lineup of Michelin tires. For whatever you drive, Michelin has a tire to fit any need. Bud's Tire Pros, they're essential, they're open, they're local. Visit them online at BudsTireProsTN.com. Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. Tennessee gas prices dropped by a penny on average over the last week. Tennessee gas price average is now $1.93, which is a penny less than a month ago and 41 cents less than a year ago. Most expensive metro markets, Memphis and Nashville, Memphis $1.97, Nashville $1.96, Jackson $1.96. Least expensive metro markets, Chattanooga $1.85, Cleveland $1.88, and Clarksville $1.89. 
Prevention Coalition for Success is holding a drug take-back event at St. Thomas Rutherford Saturday, October 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. According to the DEA, non-medical use of prescription drugs is the second most common form of drug abuse in the United States. Secondly, unused medication in the home can pose a risk to young children who might accidentally ingest the medication. Lastly, properly disposing of unused medication protects our environment. There's a link to more details on our website, WGNSRadio.com. Special Kids has invited local golfers and other supporters to take part in the 2020 Special Kids Fall Golf Classic Friday, October 23rd at the Cedar Crest Golf Club on Mona Road. The tournament features a shotgun start for participating teams. The event will include social distancing guidelines and health-based adjustments in accordance to the CDC, state health officials, and representatives from Cedar Crest Golf Club. Registration begins at 11 a.m. with a shotgun starts at noon. And Cannesburg Village will be transformed into an outdoor haunted trail by Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Wednesday, October 21st through Saturday, October 24th. More information and ticket prices available online at WGNSRadio.com. Like us at Facebook slash WGNSRadio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Hi, this is Lisa Halliburton with Bell Jewelers. Christmas time is a popular time for engagement, so Bell Jewelers has a wide selection of settings from Simon G, Fauna, and Platinum, Yellow Gold, White Gold, and an extensive loose diamond and colored gemstone inventory, so we invite you in. We have something for everyone in all price ranges. So come see us at Bell Jewelers, Northwest Broad Street, across from Toots Restaurant. Now's the time to start teaching good financial habits to your children, and we're here to help. Hi, I'm Nancy with Heritage South Community Credit Union. Our chipmunk and squirrel saver accounts help your child learn how to save and reward them for regular deposits or good grades. Our team cash accounts help your team learn to manage their money wisely and have options to build their credit. To learn more, visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, insured by the NCUA. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Mostly sunny skies here this afternoon with a high around 80 degrees. South winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. For tonight, mostly clear and alone near 58. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 62. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. News Radio, WGNS. From NHC's Adams Place, home of Premier Senior Living on Memorial Boulevard. It's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, the FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Hey, Brittany. Uh, it's my understanding that the governor is uh, coming to Smyrna. Have you heard about it yet? You know, I think I heard Marty mentioning something about that. Oh, Marty was was talking about it? What do you know about what's happening, uh, Marty? I know that he's making his presence in Smyrna mm-hmm. on October the 28th. And I don't know the, the, all the, what all's going on or why mm-hmm. or anything like that. I know we're going to have a car show. Oh, wow. Yeah, and for his uh, benefit. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, I've been asked to speak. Oh, wow. And tell uh, one of Smyrna's historical history ghost uh-huh. stories now you're you're one of the uh people that always can bring up any type of happening that has a historical meaning to correct in I'm, Smyrna. I'm asked to participate yeah. if, they, if they need history yeah so they've asked you to talk about ghost yes i want to talk about he was a constable. His name was Matthews. He rode a white horse, and he packed a forty-four pistol on his He side. wore a white horse? No, he rode a white horse. Okay. Did, did did he have any 
clothes on. He wasn't like the lady that... Godiva? Yeah, Lady Godiva. No, he, he wasn't like her at all. Okay. Now, well, tell I me, had to think about that. Tell me what, what made him famous, Well, other than being a ghost. Well, he, uh, he worked the train. When the train came through uh, Smyrna, mm -hmm. he was loaded with contraband, and it was unloaded mm -hmm. contraband, but he picked up uh, a lot of moonshine back in the day. Mm -hmm. Smyrna was historically famous for their moonshine. They stop in Murfreesboro to pick up moonshine or, mm -hmm. or, or, uh, or sell off whiskey or whatever. But the train that came through Murfreesboro in Smyrna was called Hell on Wheels. That's how it was oh, identified. Wow. And so the constable would come out there, and he would watch the people getting off uh, the train. Mm -hmm. Across the uh, street over there, we had restaurants and um just a variety of facilities for people on the train to use. What, what year was we talking about, <coughs> or close to it? Oh, 1920, okay. 1930. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So, anyhow, he would stand guard to make sure that the people getting off the train wasn't hit by pickpockets or mm -hmm. con artists or whatever. And he arrested uh, one of the moonshiners and he brought his uh, all of his moonshine equipment in to use his evidence when they took him to court. Now you mm -hmm. know the jail was behind the assembly hall. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, I, I know of it. And it was like a 15 by 15. And um, so anyhow he was put in the jail and, and uh, he was released on bond and so all of his uh, moonshine seal was put in a certain place where uh, it could be used against him. Mm -hmm. So he took all of his steel, all of his equipment. You know where Regal Furniture used to be? Yeah. It used to be a car dealership. and mm -hmm. Well, he put it on top of that building so it couldn't be found. And so mm -hmm. they had to dismiss the charges against him. Um, and, and he went free and... I'm not going to tell you the rest of the story, but it, the culmination is um, uh, the constable ends up dead. Mm -hmm. And then I'll tell you about the ghost story if you come to my meeting October the 28th. When was the last time you had a constable in Smyrna? Oh, I think he was probably the last constable. Yeah. Because we went from the constable, if you remember, look, if you go to the city hall and look on the walls, you'll see our, our sheriffs or our chief of police mm -hmm. listed. And they go way, way back. And so I'm guessing Constable Matthews was the very last one. Do you remember when Smyrna became an actual city? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, it was incorporated. What? Go ahead. All right. Laverne uh, became a city, and I, I, it was in the early 70s. I was trying to remember because we used to have to do all the law enforcement for Laverne. And, we, I mean, we were constantly running through there. And I, I think it was around 74 or something like that. No, I, it had been earlier than that, I would think. It wasn't much earlier. Okay. You know, we didn't have a, any... Uh, doctors that stayed after 5 o'clock either in Smyrna during that time. So they sent four of us, me included, to go to school to become paramedics or EMTs, whatever they're called. Mm -hmm. And then we bought an ambulance. We were using Mr. Hoover's uh, hearse to transport people to the Rutherford County Hospital. It's, I couldn't imagine. Well, they did the same thing in Murfreesboro. Yeah. Yeah. Woodpins so, and Jennings and Ayers so. made a lot of trips back in those days. But I remember one of your famous, I'm not going to mention his name, uh, police officers. He was going over to the, one of the doctor's offices, and this was at night. And uh, he was, I think he was seeing one of the nurses over there. Man, don't go there. Everybody knows. Don't go. <laughs> Why not? <I'm, laughs> are, are, are you related to that particular no, situation? No, no, I'm not related to it at all. It's just not a nice time in Smyrna. 
Oh, he's sure it was. It, it was fun times. Yeah, well, it's a bad reflection. You should have you should have been a law enforcement officer back then. It was a hoot. It really was. Yeah, I bet it was too. Yeah. I worked with a lot of your deputies when I worked the ambulance. Oh, did you? Yeah, and um, we um, one of the worst cases we had uh, some hikers or horseback riders or something. They fell off one of the mountains mm. overlooking Stones River. And so we didn't have anybody that could repel at the time. But we got the person out. You've and, repelled a lot of people. Don't don't say that. Yeah, I have. I trust me I have, buddy, I have. So they sent me to school in Murfreesboro to with the fire squad or fire yeah. station and, yeah. and you know the big tall building y'all had for training and everything. Mm-hmm. So they taught me to repel off that building and That was fun, wasn't it? Oh no, I hate oh God knows. Oh man, that was scary. And then I don't know which one it was, but one of them turned my belt around so that I only got halfway down and I was hung in midair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was mean. That was really mean because I was scared to death anyhow. But they drew me back up and I repelled and and I had to I had to pull some people out off the mountain several times after this, so we were fortunate. But I worked with several of your deputies. Um, they would call me, and I would meet them at a house where where my services were needed yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Now let's talk some more about Smyrna. <laughs> let's talk some more about Brittany. Let's get off Smyrna and talk about Brittany. Yeah, we can talk about Smyrna. <laughs> Brittany does so much for that town. That yeah. People don't even realize. Yeah. She really does. Her her contributions back into the city are, are phenomenal. She, I know for a fact she's dedicated to her job. She really is. She's, She's very dedicated to making sure everything is done correctly and timely. And yeah. I think the majority of the attorneys that have to work with her are extremely pleased with how she handles it. How did, how did you get uh, uh, the General Sessions Court, uh, the city court there in, in Smyrna? Was it hard to organize that? And, and where did you get a lot of your information to formulate uh, that particular part of, uh, of the justice system. Are you asking as far as, so we, we got General Sessions jurisdiction back in 1994. Yeah. And back when, I can remember back when I worked for Miss Boland, back when I was in college and law school, and, she yeah. would tell stories about how Smyrna had kind of been discussing whether or not they would bring General Sessions Court to Smyrna. Mm-hmm. And Miss Bolin and Miss Sally Walls were very much responsible for bringing General Sessions to court, to yeah. Smyrna. Yeah. I remember I could, Sally very well. Mm-hmm. But why was, the, why was it the thought process going to let Smyrna have their own court system there? Because... Uh, Was it to make it more convenient for Smyrna? I think it's, yes, I think it's to make it more convenient, of course, um, you know, for the crimes that that occur in Smyrna city limits. Mm -hmm. Of course, you have the parties that have to go to court, but you also have the police department. And so it's definitely a relief for the police officers to not have to drive to Murfreesboro every time there's court. So Mm -hmm. that's really benefited the police department. But also, as Smyrna and Rutherford County continues to grow, um, unfortunately, when population growth a lot of times crime increases as well so Mm -hmm. i think that this is also a benefit to the county as a whole by having general sessions here that way the county court system is not quite as burdened Mm -hmm. by having to have all those cases heard in murfreesboro so it kind of it kind of distributes the cases if you will in some ways it probably helps murfreesboro's court system also yes because if you go there on on some of the days um here in, in Murfreesboro, I mean, you see them lined out the door all the way around. But uh, but most of those cases that you have are, are primarily, uh, they're not uh, major felony cases or anything like that. They're mostly misdemeanors, right? Yes. And w- what if you have uh, a felony case uh, that happened in Smyrna? Of course, the law enforcement officer, Smyrna, would be the ones that would be taking care of it. Have you ever had one that maybe had both type situations where you have 
uh, misdemeanor and felony cases. How do you mm -hmm. deal with those? Typically, so of course, our courts typically for the misdemeanor cases, some of your quote unquote simpler, I don't want to use the word simpler loosely, but you, you know, your misdemeanor crimes, but typically the felonies are go to circuit court. Mm -hmm. What about people who are doing uh, crimes like, I hate to even say crimes when you put it with it, but say passing worthless checks and those type things. Mm -hmm. do, 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 you do you hear those in Smyrna the court? Every now and again. I mean, you know, it's interesting. That's one of the crimes that we don't really hear about as often. Mm -hmm. Well, boy, you sure did in Rutherford County. I mean, yeah. well, we, we had warrant after warrant coming through here at, at one time. But but you really don't see it as much in Murfreesboro as you mm -hmm. used to. I, I I don't know why they haven't been affected like they were. You and remember maybe, when Sam pointed Knox to be the judge of Smyrna? Yeah, I was. And Knox hated any type of responsibility. If you remember, he, he didn't want to be part of any of that. No, he didn't want any responsibility. And then they put Imogene in after him. But Knox was. I mean, Sam was being uh, sued or prosecuted. Uh, that ended up in Putnam County in Cookville. Is that where it was? Yeah. And so he needed Knox in as a judge in Smyrna mm -hmm. to have the connections with the other judges to get him out of trouble. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but you know... <laughs> That's the, Smyrna. But, I think we ought to write a book on Smyrna. Well, I can tell you right now, uh, Smyrna did some amazing things over the years. Oh, yeah. They came out of... Uh, the the rubble of 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 the uh, of uh, Smyrna over there at, at the airport when they all left, everybody thought that Smyrna was going to die, and it, it came out even healthier than it was before. Knox called me up and said, "I need you to insure the motel or hotel or whatever it was, the officers' quarters." I need insurance on all of them. Hmm. And I said, did you buy it? He said, I'm fixing to buy it. I said, you're going to buy all of the base house, I mean the officer's quarters on the base. Mm -hmm. He said, yeah. And then uh, that's when I found out Nissan was coming to Smyrna. Mm -hmm. And he was planning on putting all the people moving into Smyrna in the in the officers quarters in the hotel and stuff like that motel it's pretty nice at one time over there i remember driving it through the base nice. time. you remember the beach yeah yeah i do in the summertime it was a beach and then then bill had bill's landing which was a nightclub i don't remember that one yeah well you're not as old as i am i guess no, I'm not. You didn't get out and do the things I did. Actually, you probably wasn't even welcome if you were the sheriff. But they had Bill's Landing over there, and you had the country club over there. And we had a lot of functions. Y'all had a. Y'all still have uh, things uh, right there on the lake in Smyrna city limits, and uh, I remember uh, that was one of the the more. Uh, attracted areas during that time. Well, Fate Sanders. Yeah. That's right. On the a lot of times that would be the only place open at night. Yeah. Uh, two or three or four o'clock in the morning. We would go out there. Well, that wasn't a desirable place in my opinion. Um, but now it is wonderful. They have renovated that place. And and I love going over there on Saturday afternoons and evening, having their fish dinner and listening to some of my friends entertain. It's really nice. You have entertainment there? Yes, yes. I didn't know that. Yep. When did that happen? Uh, it's been going on a few years now, uh, but people will come in mm -hmm. and uh, they'll ply their trade there. It's nice. I like it over there. Brittany, I know that you look like that. You, you, you're ready to go. You've got that look on you that i got to get out of here. What is this? Smyrna Court Clerk's Office, Clerks for Coats, uh, Coat Drive, accepting children K through 6th coats. Uh, how, how do you measure those? Uh, I mean, uh, some 6th some, uh, grade kids are 6'3 are and 
220 pounds. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? So that was a data-driven decision, and after three years of doing this, it seemed that that was our biggest need was for your elementary site, you know, kindergarten through sixth grade. Mm -hmm. That seemed to be where the greatest need was. Okay. Now, with that being said, we want – we want, if somebody turns in or wants to donate a new coat for, you know, fit for a, a larger, you know, a, let's say a, you know, six foot or something like that, mm-hmm. we'll certainly find a home for it. Now, but after speaking with the guidance counselors, that seemed to be where the biggest need was. It says here coats, hats, scarves, and gloves. I presume that would uh, that would take care of just about anything that children need during the winter time. Is that correct? Yes. And uh, new new uh, clothes only. Um, do you want uh, tags on them? or or? But what if you got something that somebody brings you and they say it's new, but there there's no way to um, tag this particular item a, as new, but it but it looks new. So what what do you do? You just accept the the person's um, um, saying that he he would verify that that's a new type of uh, code or whatever. Yeah, I think it would just kind of depend, and I think that would be a decision that we could make right then and there. But um, if it looks new and it looks clean, then I think we could take a. Now you've got Gills, Ace Hardware, and Marty Luffman. Are you, you two the kind of uh, the ones that are pushing this a little bit for Brittany and her group? So You're those shaking actually, your head. Well, yeah, Say those something. Are, <laughs> those are actually <laughs> some of our Smyrna collection sites. So mm-hmm. if anybody listening okay. wants to make a donation, as far as you know, any of the winter items that you just mentioned—the coats, hats, gloves, and scarves. And you're looking for, and you're asking yourself, you know, where do I need to take my donation? Mm-hmm. All that information's on our flyer. You can bring it to the Smyrna Justice Center, the, where it's the court clerk's office. You can take it to Gill's Ace Hardware. Mm-hmm. You can take it to Marty's State Farm office. And then also the Tennessee Chiropractic Alliance. They're located over on Emmaville Road. So they're all serving as collection sites this year. So if anybody would like to donate, then that's where you would go. Okay. And it says uh, contact you. Uh, uh, how how would somebody contact you? Maybe uh, through the internet or over the phone, or how how would they do that? Yes, so they can always call the clerk's office, or I just left my email address on the bottom of the flyer. That way, they can just email me directly, and that's Brittany Stevens at townofsmyrna.org. I hope you have a lot of uh, people donating. And, and uh, I hope it turns out to be a simple thing where you can do all the collection and, and then um, and, and when will the uh, young people get their items? So we typically around the week of Thanksgiving is typically when we do it, uh-huh. but we'll typically coordinate with some of the guidance counselors and go and drop everything off to them. But it's all based upon their schedules. But we try to get these coats out ASAP. So they, these will actually be students in, in your schools in Smyrna, right? Yes, yes. Well, that's pretty so neat. So last year we were able to deliver coats to six different schools. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like we say each year, the caveat is our distribution is contingent upon what's donated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, of course with this year with all the uncertainties, we're not really sure how that looks. A lot of people have been hit pretty hard due to this virus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's really sad a lot of, I mean, I know a lot of the small businesses, just a lot of people have been furloughed. So, but like I told you before, if all we collect are, you know, is 10 brand new coats, then yeah. that's still better than zero. We can certainly find 10 people that need a winter coat this year. So, We'll certainly do what we can to give back to the community. So this is basically the beginning uh, of it. Yes, yes. So the people in, and, and this is not just for Smyrna people to do to donate. It's from all the communities around. Sure. And and that's one thing I found uh, in Middle Tennessee. Everybody is in pretty much hand to hand, and if if there's any type of need, people are going to respond to it. 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I've even been involved as a Rutherford County Chamber of Commerce diplomat in the past, and the diplomats are always quick to step up and get involved. And I have some of them that are some of my regulars as far as donating new items. So there's just there's just a lot of wonderful people in this community, yeah. and um, we're very fortunate. Yes, we are. Thank you very much, Brittany. Um, and thank and you. your partner with you. Say thank you, Marty. Come on, you can do it. <laughs> it's hard to do. So thank you, Mr. Luffman. It's very nice of you to be here today. Well, thank you, sir. Thank, thank you so much for having us, and thank, thank you. you so much to everyone who has donated in the past. And um, just thank you very much. Yeah, and and thank get ready and go on because they need the, the a, a really open start. I mean, yes. they, they they need people to come by. Even yes. starting today. Yes, starting today, we will yeah. definitely begin accepting them. The flyer says November 1 through 20, but, hey, we will start today, and we will certainly – we won't turn any warm coats away. Got to keep everybody – got to share the warmth and keep everybody warm. So. And you, we need to help our greatest asset, and that's the Absolutely. young people. Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. All Thank right. you, Truman. All right, guys, we'll see you in the morning at 9. From NAC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.